Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Football Full Circle begins right here, right now. Live on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens. Very pleased to be on once again with the mastermind of the pigskin. It is Joe Lisi as well. Here on this Tuesday, FFC. Mandatory minicamp across the National Football League rolls on. Joe, some people are there. Some notable names, some notable teams, some are not. We continue our discussion at one it means for the odds all day long here on football full circle with a little bit of college pigskin mixed in as well yeah in terms of the nfl ben this is what it's all about we know about the usual suspects teams like kansas city and buffalo in terms of the afc and tampa bay green bay and the la rams in terms of the nfc but which team is really going to surprise that's what i want to know in terms of the nfl teams as they assemble for training camp this offseason right this is what it's now, which quarterback will take the next step to potentially lead his team to a playoff appearance? Which top 10 defense is just lurking there in the winds or in the weeds back there that's yeah. going to step up and lead to potentially a team to not only a wild card appearance or maybe a division title for that matter, just the way Cincinnati stepped up in the second half of the season to be the best team in the AFC at the end of the year? And a team last year in the Bengals that had the third longest odds prior to the year beginning to win the Super Bowl. Only Detroit and the New York Jets had longer odds than Cincinnati. The Bengals reached the Super Bowl, winning the AFC, winning 10 regular season games when they were booked with a team win total of six and a half. So who will exceed those expectations entering 2022? Might it be Joe Lisi's favorite team and Tua Tungavailoa in the Miami Dolphins? Joe, did you catch this a couple of days ago? Was a big discussion point a lot of shows yesterday on a Monday around the football landscape that Tyree Kill, the biggest offseason acquisition for the Finns, has defended his quarterback in Tua Tungavailoa a ton throughout this offseason as they start to work together through voluntary OTAs and now into mandatory minicamp. And Tyree Kill saying on his own podcast that Patrick Mahomes has a stronger arm. In fact, one of the biggest, best gunslingers we have seen in the history of the sport. But the Tua Tungavailoa is a more accurate quarterback. Do you think he's just blowing smoke trying to hype up his new guy now, Joe? Or do you think there is any credible nature to what Tyreek Hill is saying? No, I mean, he brought up Matt Moore. And, I, and I'm a big backer of 
Matt Moore in his days in Miami. You know, the former Oregon State quarterback, he was a gutty, blue-collar type of player, played long in the in the league, and, and had some productive seasons when he was under center. But the, yep. at the end of the day, there's no denying that Tua is a good, accurate passer. He's got a great touch. He doesn't have a strong arm. That's the knock on Tua. It's not that can he complete it. When you're throwing five and ten-yard slants, yeah, you're going to have a very high completion percentage. But can you make the throws outside the hashes, a la Patrick Mahomes, on a dime, outside the hashes, throwing through tight windows where there's two and three defenders there to force the football into Tyreek Hill, force him to not break stride and hit a 30 or 40 yard touchdown pass on a dart. No, that's not Tua's game. It wasn't in college, Ben, either. People, you know, defend to a 70% completion percentage. We fail to recognize that he had potentially the four best wide receivers in college during his days in Tuscaloosa. Nobody ever brings that up. We bring yeah. it up with other quarterbacks, but we fail to recognize that with Tua's days with Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. So, no, I, I'm not backing off Tyreek Hill's comments because I'll, I'll go toe-to-toe with Tyreek. He's a good touch passer, but outside of that, his arm strength is questionable. Through his first two years in the league, Tua Tungabailoa actually has one of the highest completion percentages on balls thrown 25 or more yards down the field. However, he has one of the lowest amount of attempts of those very passes. So it is hard to put that all into context in what weighs out more there. Tua would tell you, as has been a topic of conversation throughout this offseason as the Dolphins are back at minicamp, that the reason he had so little attempts is not because his his arm can't sustain it. It's because of the conservative play calling in the offense the past two years. But that should look different this year with a new offensive-minded head coach in Mike McDaniel. We await and see. He certainly has the pieces at his disposal with Jalen Waddle, with Tyree Kill, with Mike Kosicki to maybe force the ball down the field a little bit more. Joe, I think one of the things that will be so fascinating throughout this year is some of the biggest wide receivers that moved on from from the best offenses to another place where they can still have success. How is that going to look in comparison? Was it Tyreek Hill that made the Chiefs offense hit that elite level, or was it the offensive scheme under Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy, matched with Patrick Mahomes that made Tyreek Hill one of the most dynamic threats in all of the National Football League? Was it Devontae Adams that helped along Aaron Rodgers to two consecutive MVP awards, or was it that quarterbacking performance that made Devontae Adams one of, if not the best, wide receivers in the league, or in both of these scenarios, Joe, can both live in harmony? Can Devontae be great in the desert? Can Tyreek Hill be great in South Beach while Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs still have their success offensively? And the same for the Green Bay Packers. It will be such an interesting storyline to follow all year long in the NFL. Yeah, without a doubt. That's what it's all about, though, Ben. Those questions will be answered throughout the offseason heading into week number one. And we'll set those expectations as we've done a couple times, not only for the Dolphins, but also Kyler Murray in the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler's at camp. We detail it next on Football Full Circle. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. 
the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. We're back on Football Full Circle, live right here on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius XM Channel 159. He is Joe Lisi. I am Ben Stevens. And Joe, we were talking about levels of expectation, right? Because I think it's very important, especially where we are in the offseason. As mandatory minicamp rolls on across the league. But when this comes to a close in the next coming days, that's it for the offseason. Summer break, then we're back for training camp. That's the next time practice picks up in the NFL. That where we are are currently to set those preseason expectations heading in to 2022 we can look at the odds to do so because that's how you should be judged that's the perspective that's the context of it all so as we discussed Tua Tungavailoa and maybe the false claims that Tyreek Hill made that Tua is a more accurate passer than Patrick Mahomes it seems like a far cry but I don't mind Tyreek Hill backing up his new quarterback what do you want the guy to say fine he's got his own podcast he's making content whoop-de-doo but here's the interesting thing Joe the Miami Dolphins have a team win total this upcoming season of eight and a half. The over has a little bit more juice at minus 130. The Miami Dolphins are also plus 142 to make the postseason. On the outside, it would seem, based on the odds looking in, and they are 4-1 to one within their own division in the AFC East, tied alongside the New England Patriots for the second best price behind Buffalo, who's a heavy odds-on favorite at minus 180. So, Joe, that's the barometer that I think we have to judge anything Tua does in year number three with the Miami Dolphins. Can you get to nine wins but even if you do is a nine win season enough to get you to the playoffs the odds right now Joe would say no it's not so if Tua Tungabailoa and the Dolphins miss the playoffs maybe it shouldn't be all that surprising or that damning of an indictment well, I brought this up on Carver and Lisi last night when, when oh. I hosted the show in terms of, I did. I'm glad that I'm glad that you brought this topic up because I said the, the win total is really insignificant, meaning I don't care if it's 10, I don't care if it's 11. The bottom line is you have to get over 8.5. It's a must. Over 8.5 and, and more importantly, playoffs. You don't get to the playoffs. It's a significant disappointment if you're a Dolphin fan and two is not the answer. I'm sorry. We have given him every opportunity to shine. We drafted Jay 
Jalen Waddell. He has one of the better tight ends in the AFC in Mike Kosicki. Now you have one of the biggest playmakers and fastest, most explosive athletes in Tyreek Hill. It's do or die right now for Tua. You know, it, it's make it or break it. He has to lead this team and elevate them to the next level. And I can't back in to the playoffs by default. He needs to be a leader. And on top of that, Mike McDaniel needs to show why he was hired for the job. Because Brian Flores beat Bill Belichick twice, Ben, right? Can we guarantee that that's going to happen this year? Because Bill Belichick owns rookie coaches. We know that. So if we're looking at the division as a whole, they're going to lose both games to Buffalo. As good as they are from an offensive perspective, they are at a significant disadvantage, even though they revamped the offensive line in the interior. That's where the Buffalo Bills eat against the Miami Dolphins in the interior. So we're 0 for 2 against Josh Allen and the crew. We're basically 0 for 2 until things change or until I see McDaniel be a leader of this team against Bilicek. And then maybe, just maybe, we can win one against the Jets. So we're looking at 1 and 5 in the division, Ben. That would not get you to over eight and a half wins, in my opinion, and that certainly would not get you a playoff berth. And as we have discussed strength of schedule here, Lisey, and you look at the Miami Dolphins, they're in the bottom half of the league, the 19th out of 32 teams, hardest schedule that we will see this year, or the 13th hardest, if you will. So it's not going to be an easy slate for Miami in the Fins. But, Joe, if they're not favored to make the playoffs, right, if Miami right now is plus 142 to the yes to get into the postseason but on the other side of that coin they're minus 174 to the no to miss the playoffs given everything we know about the AFC as a conference this year and how competitive it is going to be if they miss the postseason you're saying that's it it's time to move on from Tua even though they're not favored to get to the playoffs Yep, without a doubt. It's do or die. I need Unless he throws for 5,000 yards and 45 touchdowns. How about that? I'll put a number on it. There's no way I want Tua under center if he doesn't lead this team to the playoffs. I don't care how hard the, the AFC conference is as a whole. He needs to get us there. There is no excuse anymore. You know, he was he was sort of hidden when you were when you had playmakers at every level at Alabama. And again, we'll, we'll bring it up again. Nobody brings this up in terms of his college performance because, you know, it's it's Tua. He was like the prodigal son coming out of Tuscaloosa, and we sort of pampered him and babied him to a point. And that's why I love Brian Flores, because it was best man up. Put in the guy that you feel gives the team the best opportunity to win. Tua's struggling on the road in Denver? Guess what? We're going to yank you and put in Brian Fitzpatrick. You're struggling against Las Vegas a couple years ago? I don't care that you're a first-round pick. We're putting in the best guy. And that's what I loved about Brian Flores. He had a, a no-tolerance policy with Tua and didn't baby the kid. Now we bring in Mike McDaniel. He's sort of an analytical guy. He's laid back. We're going to pamper yep. Tua to the point and give him every opportunity to shine. And you know what? He's no different than Kyler Murray, Ben, in terms of that performance on the road in L.A. last year. When things didn't go right, he, he pouted. I'd rather have Jalen Hurts that's a winner. Maybe he doesn't have the best physical attributes or intangibles in that perspective, but the kid wants to go out and win and lead his team. Give me that any day of the week than what you see out of Tua and what you see out of Kyler Murray right now. 
Joe, you're going to have on coming after us. The deep-rooted society that backs up to a Tungavailoa as the starting quarterback of the Miami Dolphins at all times. Because you're a Finns fan, but it sounds like there's some skepticism for Tua Tungavailoa entering year number three in the NFL. And now I would agree, though, Joe. The expectation is at least a nine-win football team above 500, which should put you at least in contention for an AFC wildcard spot. So you need to get to that at the bare minimum and hopefully a postseason berth. And now he has the pieces at his disposal. You would think that if he's going to be a successful quarterback in the NFL, this is the group to do it with. You mentioned Kyler Murray, Joe. The expectation in Arizona is also around that 8.5, 9.5 number. In fact, the Cards team win total is 9.5, but the under having heavy juice, Joe, at minus 160. Now, Kyler Murray is looking for that contract extension as he nears the end of his rookie deal. The fifth year option is next year, the 2023 campaign, but he wants to be paid now. He is looking for big money now, and there hasn't been an extension at this point between Kyler Murray and the Arizona front office, although they might be working toward that end goal that is mutually beneficial, you could say, for both. Kyler Murray, though, however, is at mandatory minicamp. He ended up showing up to voluntary OTAs for the Redbirds as well, Joe. Is it a good sign to have Kyler there at this point? I think it is. I think the fact that they got Marquise Brown now, I think Kyler's involved in and wants to be a, a major part of this team moving forward. I believe that yeah. wholeheartedly. You could see that as soon as Marquise Brown came over, they immediately started you know, working in terms of the quarterback to wide receiver relationship, putting out viral videos. So they made Kyler happy with that potential move. Now, DeAndre Hopkins is, is going to miss six games. We saw this team start 7-0 and last year and basically limp to the playoffs at 4-0 six overall, but again, there's no excuse right now for Kyler Murray. I mean, he was one of the most dynamic quarterbacks and athletes in the first part of the season, and then when adversity hit, when his main weapon was gone, he didn't find a way to get wins and wins for his ball club, and that, again, he was a little banged up. We'll give him a pass in that regard, but the one thing I did not like in terms of the leadership skills that he possessed is when you're, you're pouting, and it's everybody else's fault out outside of yours when you lose that ball game to the LA Rams I need to see something different in terms of that before I back Arizona this year I can't tell you how little I expect from Arizona this year they're plus 320 right now in the NFC West they were a playoff team a year ago I'm not betting them at all in this preseason market I'm not going to look at the Arizona Cardinals at all and we'll detail why on the other side of the break here on football full circle live on the sports grid radio network on this Tuesday come back and join us sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com ah the sweet sound of sports you love from sling the collide of football pads the squeak of shoes on a basketball court the crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. Kyler Murray is back at Arizona Cardinals Mandatory Minicamp, and we are back here on Football Full Circle, live on this Tuesday across the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius XM Channel 159, alongside the mastermind of the pigskin, Joe Lisi, I am Ben Stevens. And Joe, we ended out that last segment discussing Kyler Murray and the expectations for the Cardinals entering the 2022 NFL season. I said, I expect so little of them, and here is why. Because Kyler Murray will now go about this season in the NFL for the first six games without DeAndre Hopkins. His second favorite target, Christian Kirk, is now in Jacksonville. He reunites with his Oklahoma Sooner teammate in Marquise Hollywood-Brown, but I think there are limitations to what Hollywood can give you as that number one top gun wide receiver. And when it pertains to DeAndre Hopkins, Joe, as you mentioned, Arizona started off last year as one of the best teams in the NFL. The last unbeaten team, a perfect 7-0 through their first seven games. Then a quick Thursday night turnaround against the Green Bay Packers. They lose that game by three, a very tightly contested game against the Pack. DeAndre Hopkins gets injured in that game against Green Bay. Then he misses the next three weeks, and those next three weeks are actually all not played with Kyler Murray. It's Colt McCoy who gets the start under center, as Kyler was a little banged up as well in that game against Green Bay. The Cardinals actually go 2-1 and one in that stead with Colt McCoy as their quarterback. DeAndre Hopkins returns in early December against the Chicago Bears. That game, Arizona wins and beat Chicago, but I do not believe they covered in that matchup. Yes, they did. They were an eight-point favorite. They win by 11 on the road in Chicago, and they cover. Kyler's back. DeAndre's back. Then they lose the next week against the Rams. That is the final game we see out of DeAndre Hopkins in the 2022 NFL season. The Cardinals then went on to lose three of their final four games, booked as a favorite in all of them, cough away the NFC West division, and get bounced in a bad way in that opening round Monday night wild card matchup against the Los Angeles Rams. There was such a downgrade for that offense, led by Kyler Murray, without DeAndre Hopkins, who will not be there for the first six games of this 2022 NFL season. Joe, I can't back the cards entering 2022, and I think the loss of D-Hop, at least for a third of the year, is a big reason why. Yeah, think about how they finished, right? Uh, four and six overall. Like you mentioned, the offensive output was not there. He did not know where to go with the football, did not look confident in terms of the reads and progressions, and they forced him to stay in the pocket. That's another thing. You can make the correlation, much like Kyler Murray, to Russell Wilson in Seattle. Now, Wilson had the finger injury, but both quarterbacks down the stretch failed to run the football consistently, and that's where they're known and make their bread and butter, right? Kyler Murray right. is a lethal quarterback 
when he breaks contain, keeps his eyes down the field, he's breaking outside the pocket and, and throwing on the run. That's what you want from Kyler Murray. And when yep. you force him in the pocket, he just becomes more pedestrian. He becomes an average type of quarterback. Now, that's not to take away from his skill set, but he's more lethal on the perimeter. Now, what does this mean right now for Cliff Kingsbury? Because, again, mm. this coach has shown progression. You uh, Five wins to eight wins to 11 wins. You go from fourth to third to second. But still, he's on the hot seat. So if they regress like you think they will, he's going to be on the outside looking in for a job next year. And more importantly, again, is Kyler the answer? We have always talked about mobile quarterbacks, Ben, right? But the problem with shorter mobile quarterbacks is that if they don't step up after year three and four, maybe they sort of capped out in terms of physical you know, productivity. And then you have to say, maybe we need another quarterback in the future because what are you going to get out of Kyler Murray if he he doesn't get to 38 touchdowns, 40 touchdowns through the air. What are you doing in terms of this offense this year? I still believe Kyler Murray is deserving of a new paycheck. I believe Kyler Murray can have success as a quarterback and sustain success at the NFL level. I'm just not sure this Arizona Cardinals team is built to win nine or ten games this year and be a true playoff contender in the NFC. Joe, we're still a couple of weeks away probably from alternate win totals, either feeling really good about a team and taking them with plus money up a number or two above their regular win total, or as I did last year, in my fade Urban Meyer at all cost tour taking an alternate under of a four and a half team win total for the Jacksonville Jaguars at plus 240 and that cashed without even a scare Joe by the time we got to the end of the 2021 NFL season I could see myself potentially doing something similar for the Cardinals this year nine and a half again is their win total where the under has the heavy juice at the moment at minus 160 if you hang a eight seven and a half, maybe an eight and a half. I might take that alternate under with a little bit of plus money and have some fun with it because I don't know if this Arizona Cardinal team can win more than eight games. And I might be pessimistic right now, but when you start off the first third of the year without your best playmaker in DeAndre Hopkins, without Nuke, I think it's going to be some growing pains for Kyler Murray as he tries to figure things out. And he's still not entirely enthused with Steve Kime in the Arizona front office based on where these contract negotiations are at the moment. I just have so many questions about this Arizona team. And one final point about Cliff Kingsbury who even in the best of times, Joe, as they have improved over his three-year tenure, some of his game management and his coaching decisions late in games to try to get Arizona more wins has been questioned. So I don't know if he's on the hot seat necessarily, but if they do regress in year number four in a negative way, he could be on the hot seat maybe moving forward in year number five. It's a good point, and I'll take it a step further to back you up. We always talk about the offense and D-Hop and Kyler Murray, right? We failed to mention that yep. their best defensive player, Chandler Jones, is now playing for Las Vegas with Max Crosby, right? So how big of an effect does that have to the front seven? Now, Cam Thomas, I believe, will be a good rookie in that scheme in terms of San Diego State. He's a third-round selection. Potentially, he can maybe make up for that loss, but the experience in year number one, that's what we're expecting 
season, we're expecting a rookie to come right in and just duplicate that type of production. That's not easy. You know, along with the veteran leadership on the defensive side of the ball. And this defense, quite honestly, did not step up in the second half of the season. So what does that have in terms of, uh, of an effect on this team moving forward against the better teams in the conference and, more importantly, even the AFC when they go out of conference? I think it's a really, really good point that you bring up there, Lisey. Losing Chandler Jones and him going to Vegas is going to be very interesting. Speaking of those Raiders, Lisey, a playoff team last year. Yes, I know they're playing in the AFC West. I know the AFC is going to be entirely, entirely difficult this year throughout the entirety of the 2022 NFL campaign. But the Raiders were a playoff team last year. Won 10 regular season games to get into the postseason within the AFC playoff picture. The Raiders team win total right now, Joe, is at eight. The Raiders' odds to make the postseason nearly $2 worth of a long shot at plus 198 to get back to their second consecutive AFC playoffs. Is it interesting to you at all, Joe, to see a team that maybe overexceeded our expectations or at least performed to a level we didn't see happening that gets no love in the book for this year, that they're not expected to make the playoffs, and their team win total is only eight games, Joe, a number they exceeded by two last year. It feels like it's a little bit uh, undervalued, if you will, on the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I agree. And again, this is exactly what I brought up last night when I brought up the football segment of the show is that the team that went to the playoffs gets no love in terms of Derek Carr and their coach, Josh McDaniels, and the teams that failed to make the playoffs, a la Brandon Staley and the L.A. Chargers, that gets all the love from FanDuel and all the love from all the other books. Staley, front runner for the NFL Coach of the Year, Justin Herbert, 10-to-1 shot MVP, three defensive players, Khalil Mack, Derwin James, and Bosa top 10 defensive MVP. Where was that defense when Travis Kelsey was running 35 yards in overtime to lose that ball game, right? Where where was that defense when Derek Carr beat them in overtime? Where was that defense when Ben Roethlisberger lit up their ass for over 300 yards in the second half? I mean, come on now. We have to call it for what it is. Nobody brings this up. We just kiss LA's ass. I'm tired of it. The team that made it to the play Playoffs. We was given no love last year. Over and under was six and a half with John Gruden. He gets yep. fired. Derek Carr takes the team on his shoulders, leads them to a playoff. They almost knock off the AFC champion in Joe Burrow, nine yards short. He had eight 300-yard games, has one of the best wide receivers in the NFL in Devontae Adams, and two bookends with Chandler Jones and Max Crosby, and the total is eight right now because we're giving all the love to Justin Herbert and Denver and Russell Wilson. I'll take LA plus one. 196 to make the playoffs let's go joe let's go inject that into my veins give me that heat give me that energy where we stand right now on tuesday june 14th that is why he is the mastermind of the pigskin getting that fired up about the las vegas raiders and the lack of respect on the fan duel sportsbook i would agree lisi the chargers are minus 156 to make the postseason. Let's give them the sixth spot in the AFC right now while we're at it. The Denver Broncos are minus 136 to make the postseason. Oh, yeah, the reason Denver had any credibility last year was because of their defensive-minded head coach and Fig Fangio. And now we're going to give Nathaniel Hackett the keys to the shop. I know Russ is there. I know there's a lot of talent on that offensive side of the football. But you're overlooking the Raiders, who didn't get worse this offseason. They only got drastically better than the playoff team they were last year when they won 
on double-digit games in the NFL's regular season. And oh yeah, by the way, Brandon Staley, who is a great press conference speaker and is the darling of the odds board at all times. He was the preseason favorite last year in his rookie year as a head coach. He's the preseason favorite this year, once again, to win NFL AP Coach of the Year. He's a defensive-minded head coach. He got his upbringing on the offensive side of the football during his playing days, but he was the defensive coordinator for the Rams. Last year, the Chargers, bottom 10 in total defense, giving up 360 yards per game. Tied for the third worst scoring defense in the NFL, allowing 27 points per game. We bring this heat back to football full circle. More to come next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. All right, we keep it rolling on football full circle. It's football full circle, not pro football full circle, not college football full circle. It's a combining of the two things that we love, all things on the gridiron here on the grid, sports grid. We bleed the winning edge. Sirius XM Channel 159. He is the mastermind of the pigskin, Joe Lisi, especially when it comes to college ball. And I am Ben Stevens. And Joe, there's been a conversation the last couple of days around college football about how teams exceed to the next level how do you take that step up in a sport that normally is dominated by the chalk when you have teams like Alabama Clemson Ohio State Georgia Notre Dame consistently going to the college football playoff those teams along with Oklahoma have claimed 26 excuse me 25 of the available 32 spots we have seen in the college football playoffs history these last eight seasons. So how do you get into that exclusive group? Well, you got to recruit. It's all about recruiting, brother. And it's early, Joe. It's very early on as we look at the 
2023 recruiting class rankings right now in college football, but there's a few surprising teams up there. Notre Dame has the best class as of right now, but Texas Tech has the number two class. Cincinnati has the number three class. Northwestern has the number four class. Penn State in the top five. Arkansas seventh. And this idea, Joe, was a big one for Michigan State. Now in Mel Tucker's third year on on campus in East Lansing, the Spartans only have nine commits in total, but six of them are four stars. And Michigan State is trying to take that leap to become an elite program. Of course, last year, a 10-win football season, a victory in uh, the Peach Bowl against Pitt as well. Michigan State, Joe, is trying to make that leap, and they're trying to sustain that success now in East Lansing with how aggressive, and rightfully so, Mel Tucker has been in the recruiting rankings. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing, and I have to be honest. I didn't think Mel Tucker would recruit as well as he has and coach that talent up as quickly as he did in East Lansing. Little brothers catching up to Michigan and Big Brother in a big way, right? That's the biggest thing about these teams from, let's say, 15 to 35. There's not a lot that really separates them, but it's the ability to recruit, let's say, two, three, and four stars as opposed to the top 50, right, to get maybe those one or two guys and then to coach them up. And I think you mentioned it. Two of the teams that I've seen, at least for the past, I would say, decade, you know, talk about Michigan State, obviously with Mark D'Antonio, their former coach, and now Mel Tucker, and Pat Fitzgerald in Northwestern, right? They just pumped $100 million in terms of the facility to recruit better student athletes with Northwestern now. It seems that it's every other year. But at the end of the day, Michigan State, to get four-star recruits, maybe is potentially Potentially only two or three years away from really closing the gap considerably on both Michigan and Ohio State, respectively. And you got to keep an eye out for James Franklin and Penn State because they yeah. they recruit just as well as anybody. But this is what it's all about, Ben, in terms of the recruiting aspect. How do you narrow the gap? It's getting those two and three stars and being able to turn them into starters immediately to have them for two, three, and four years. And of course, we know the changing landscape of recruiting now in college football. It's not only NIL for these high school students taking the next step to the college ranks, but also making sure you attack the transfer portal and getting availability there. And Mel Tucker has done that, reinventing the roster, reinventing the style of his football program in East Lansing. A lot of folks, Joe, that follow MSU would tell you that all the success Mark D'Antonio had was rightfully deserved, but it was more a mom-and-pop shop type feel. Mel Tucker runs it like a Fortune 500 business. If you are with us, you are with us. If you're not, hey, best of luck to you. That's the style of the game we play now and go find something that's better suited for you. And that's why, Joe, although Michigan State had a four and a half win total last year, I predicted they would win seven games in the offseason and I even undersold them as Michigan State won 10 in the regular season going way over that four and a half team win total, which they did by the time we got to week number five of the college football season, starting out a perfect 8-0 and last year, but they ended with 11 wins because of that bowl game victory in the Peach Bowl, a New Year's Six Bowl for Michigan State 
over Pittsburgh. So, Joe, it's interesting when we bring up recruiting right now, and you mentioned Penn State, a top six class this year. And the whole discussion this offseason, right, some of the biggest drama we have seen in college football in the last couple of years is that war of words between Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban. That focused not on what happened on a football field, although I'm sure that spurred on a little bit of the vitriol Nick had to his former assistant in Jimbo Fisher, but because of what A&M did in the 2022 recruiting class, those kids that are going to start their freshman year on college campuses this upcoming season, because A&M not only had the best recruiting class this year, but the best recruiting class in the history of college football. And Joe, as we have started to document these composite totals that rank recruiting classes based on the amount of five stars and the individual recruits and all of that, we have a top 10 list of the best recruiting classes in the history. Alabama is featured there a few times, but the reason this is all important, because you might say to yourself, okay, what does it mean this year? Or what does it mean next year? By the time these classes reach four years, right? By the time they have been on campus for at least four seasons, seven of the 10 best recruiting classes in the history have have won a national championship. All 10 of those best 10 recruiting classes ever, according to the rankings, have played in a national championship game. Seven of the best 10 ever, Joe, have won one. All 10 have played for the Natty by the time they had reached four years through that recruiting cycle. That is why this is important, and that's why you are always recruiting to make sure your program stays relevant and stays successful. Yeah, it's a great point, Ben, and a great call by you with Michigan State last year. You were dead on in terms of Mel Tucker and that assessment. I'll, I'll say this when you break down the recruiting aspect, right? Four years. Coaches aren't even given the full opportunity to sometimes coach out their full recruiting class. That right. is where we're at in terms of college football, right? Coaches are really have a window, basically, of two and a half to three years tops to show progression. You don't show it, uh, you know, in that window. Guess what? You're on the outside looking in. And we're talking about elite Power 5 programs. We're not talking about, you know, New Mexico, New Mexico State. We're talking about the big boys, the Blue Bloods, right. Tennessee, right. Nebraska. Even though Scott Frost is in year number five and six, he needs to get it done, right? But at the end of the day, a majority of coaches have such a tight window that now they're finding other ways. Now, NIL is going to change this in a huge way in the sense of, I guarantee you, mark the day. What are we in June? Four, three, four years down the road, there is going to be a changing of the guard. We're not just going to see Ohio State, Michigan. We're not going to just see Alabama and Clemson at the top. We're going to see some other characters involved that maybe we were scratching our heads and saying, you know, this was team number 40 in 2022. All of a sudden, they had a Baylor-like ascension, just like Ole Miss last year. So that's what's going to change in terms of the landscape of college football. And I got to admit, I'm happy for that. Yeah, absolutely so. To have some of that new blood, to have some of that variety in a sport that, again, Joe, is often chalk, well, that's a great thing. And I say it's chalk, and listen, it's my favorite thing in the entire world. It's your favorite thing in the entire world. We love college football with all of our heart, and not just because of what happens in the college football playoff being that ultimate prize, but for that random Saturday in October that might mean as much and might be as lasting of a memory as who wins a national championship. But as we dive into this idea of 
college football at times being chalk. Joe, we're going to see that again, at least as the odds indicate in 2022. Alabama is the favorite to win a national championship at 2-1. to one. Georgia has the second best odds at plus 350. That was our national championship matchup last year with the Dogs winning their first natty in nearly four decades. Ohio State is plus 500. Clemson is plus 900. Those four teams have factored into so many college football playoffs. Georgia in two of the eight. Ohio State in half of them. Clemson in six of the eight. And one of those misses was last year when Clemson had the worst year ever and they still won 10 games. And Alabama has been in seven of the eight college football playoffs and have won a national championship three of their seven appearances. Joe, it even goes further, right? Because we take those four teams with the four best odds. One of those four teams to win a national championship versus the 127 other programs at the FBS level, there's a market for that on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, or Clemson to win the national championship versus the field, 127 different programs. Those four teams in Bama, UGA, Ohio State, and Clemson are favored to do so at nearly $3, Lisi. It's minus 290 for those four schools, one of those four versus the field, which is plus 250. If that's not an indication of how the favorites are expected to perform in the college football season, getting to the college football playoff to have that opportunity for a national title, then I'm not sure what does. Right. There's only about five teams that realistically have a shot outside of those. And I'm not I'm not bad mouthing any of the other programs, but realistically, it's only about five teams. If that, that might be even a little bit much. And you need an elite quarterback. You need an elite offense and defensive lines. And that's where Cincinnati failed last year, going toe-to-toe with the Alabama Crimson Tide. That's where Oklahoma has failed in recent years, not winning a, a playoff game because of the interior offense and defensive line play going up against the stronger teams in the SEC. So, when you look at that though, Ben, yeah, they deserve to be minus 290. They're going to be there every step of the way heading into the last regular season game and potentially the conference championships. Realistically, who could I say cracks the college football playoff outside of that? Oklahoma? Utah? That's it? A&M? LSU? I mean, here's the thing. Look to any team in the SEC West... And then Oklahoma, UCLA, and Utah. Those are the Mm. three. How about that? Or Oklahoma State. I'll throw in. I'm not huge on Spencer Sanders, but at the end of the day, if that defense can revamp under under Derek Mason, maybe potentially they have a shot. Am I wrong with that? I mean, you can't go any deeper. You can't. No, I think it's a great point. Listen, A&M right now is 26-1 to 1 to win a national championship. There's been about $4 of movement on that number from 30-1 to 1 now down to 26-1 to 1 since we last looked at these odds, Joe. Maybe that's because of the public perception following the Jimbo Fisher, Nick Saban spat, or maybe it's because A&M has had top five recruiting classes, top ten recruiting classes each of the four years Jimbo Fisher has been in College Station. Now it's time to put up or shut up with all the talent that you have on your football team and maybe more than winning just eight games is that Oklahoma is 50 to one Wisconsin is 60 to one Michigan is 60 to one I love Utah at 80 to one we don't have make playoff odds up right now but if there is a team that I think could be on the outside that has a potential Joe like you mentioned I think it's the Utah Utes because if you are going to be anything 
and I mean anything, the Pac-12 conference, trying to get back to your first college football playoff since 2016, I think the value on Utah is where it's at. Not on USC, who has the fifth best price to win the college football playoff national championship at 25-1, to but on Utah at 4-1 to to win the Pac-12, USC is the favorite at plus 140, and Oregon is 3-1. to Yeah, they can run it, and they can stop the run. They have Tavion Thomas, a physical offensive line, and an experienced quarterback in Cam Rising, and they showed the ability to go toe-to-toe with one of the most explosive offenses in the country in Ohio State. So I'm in agreement with you. Give me Utah, and I'll sprinkle in Chip Kelly and UCLA because of an easy schedule this year. I love it, Joe. Joe Lisi is going to end out the show here on Football Full Circle up next. I'm headed home to Los Angeles for a few days off to spend some time with some family. So Lisi will end it out here and run the ship the rest of the week. I have full belief in the mastermind of the pigskin. Lisi, take us home. More Football Full Circle up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. All right, back on Football Full Circle. Joe Lisi taking over the last three minutes. Ben will be back next Monday. I'll be partnering up with somebody both Thursday and Friday. We'll talk about it. We'll break down the NFL and college as well. I mentioned UCLA along with Utah in terms of being potential Pac-12 champions. We know about Utah and Cam Rising. Did want to bring up UCLA because they do have a couple of interesting bets in terms of FanDuel. 10-plus wins, UCLA 4-1. to I mentioned very easy schedule. At a conference, Bowling Green, Alabama State, South Alabama. Then they follow that up with two conference games at Colorado and Washington. And then they square off at home against Utah October 8th. They should be 5-0 and heading into that matchup. I love Chip Kelly's progression on the defensive side of the ball. I've been a big uh, basher of Chip Kelly over recent years, but they showed me something last year when they did get to 8-4 and four overall because of the progression of the front seven in run support, only allowing 124 rushing yards per game if they could take the next step and DTR is there, an experienced quarterback. Forget about Caleb
Caleb Williams. Forget about USC and all the front runners. I'll take a chance on UCLA. They do get uh, USC at home. They also get Stanford at home along with Utah. So those are very winnable ball games. Utah's not going to be easy. They lost by 20 on the road in Salt Lake City, but that was a very close ball game in the first half. In the fourth quarter, they wore down. If somehow, some way, they could get the upset, now you're playing with house money. They do have an October 22nd uh, road game against Oregon. Dan Lanning, Bo Nix, we'll see how they step up. But you know what? UCLA might be a shot this year. 10-plus wins, and more importantly, to win the Pac-12. On the flip side, nobody brings up David Shaw in terms of Stanford. When is he going to be on the hot seat? Since 2019, Stanford 11-19 and overall, and more importantly, 9-15 and in the Pac-12. They don't get over 500 this year with Tanner McKee. I think we look for a new head coach in Palo Alto. Coming up next, Donnie Wrightside and Kevin Walsh. I'll be back tomorrow. Have a great night, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.